and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live a more occupational, a more independent, a more functional life through the lens of an occupational therapist. Here on Season 4, we're talking about the idea of bringing things to home from my personal life, personal ideas, gadgets, tips, suggestions that we use in our own life, usually on a day-to-day basis in order to make your life more independent, functional, and the like. Hopefully, these tips help you. In Season 4 here, we're doing the For the Love of series. We're going to be taking our winter hiatus, our winter break coming up very soon. But God willing, we'll be back before we take our second hiatus. Usually we try to take Blineder. We usually like to take two hiatuses throughout the season so that we can get from September to June throughout this school year. Today, let's talk about for the love of habits and routines. We've talked about this many times before, but always good to bear repeating how important habits are, how important routines are. They say it takes 28 to 30 days to form a habit, and it takes 90 days to break a habit, a bad habit. For example, um, overeating. For example, eating too much. You have to do portion control. It takes a long time, not really just a month, but really three months, because as easy it is to form a habit over a month, it takes three times as long to break the habit. So you got to make it over the 90-day challenge, it's called. you got to break it over the, over the challenge over the days of three months. But in general, to make a habit is really good. To make a schedule and a routine is really good. We have it very much so. I'm very into uh, habits, routines. I'm very into scheduling. As we've talked about many times, you know, the kids, they get up and they, they play a little bit before we get up. They get up anywhere between 5 and 6, sometimes 6.30 if we're lucky, not usually. But uh, they get up and then we try to get them ready for the day. So between the hour of when I wake up, I try to get up around 6.45 or so, depending on the day. So from 6.45 to 8, there's a ton that has to be accomplished every single day. The kids all have to be dressed and ready. The lunches have to be ready for the boys. The girl stays home with me while working remotely, of course. But we have to get the, the food ready and then we find the, the clothing ready for them. And the kids, of course, many times are very picky on what they want to wear, what they could wear. So that, that always is interesting and we want to get them ready for the day. So then we also get their their drinks ready in the morning. One one of my kids has a chocolate milk with like omega-3 because he has the dairy allergy. The other one has like a Pediasure so that he has good vitamins throughout the day. Sometimes we'll give him Cheerios, sometimes waffles, but we got to get that done also and then we set up the lunches for the day i try to give each of them three snacks try to give them each water or a juice box depending on what they're going to want my te- my my middle son's teacher actually said to us you know try to give him food that he really loves we don't mind if he eats pizza every day i mind a little bit so we'll try to switch it up for him some days i'll send him with pancakes that we make on sundays which is part of the habit of routine we try to do blineder, and sometimes we'll send the waffles, sometimes rice, sometimes we'll send the pizza, actually. Sometimes veggie burgers, he likes that a lot. So within that hour, also, we have to check their temperature, both boys, make sure they're okay. we got to make sure that um, we get things done. We have to make sure that we're, that we're getting on the way. And then i got to get both kids to their drop-off, and then i got to get to work, and i got to work. And, of course, I work for... A couple hours, you know, eight students, four hours, and then I have lunch, and then I have no time. By the time the day is over, and then my wife comes home, and then by the time the workday is over, the workday ends at three, then I then I have that like transition time before my first son comes home. His pickup is around 3.45, and once we do that, and of course I have to sign in and out for the day every day, and we have to send in the form for the oldest son that they know that he's okay. 
And when they when we drop them off, they check and they make sure okay. And then I, I come zipping back with my daughter, so then I have that work time. And and I like to see the students back to back to make sure that they are the most important part of the day. So we we get that done. And then after that, after their work day is done, then it's that transition time again that I'm talking about. So we have at three o'clock to four o'clock, you know. Making sure that the, the, the little one, the girly, had her lunch and then she gets to run around as command of the house and then that's the time to get things done. Maybe wash a few dishes and maybe put away the laundry if I didn't do it yet. But really that four to five o'clock hour for our habit, our routine is really when the dinner prep happens. And I've talked about it before, but it's so important to have those habits, to have those routines, to be involved in those things so that you can structure your day. It's really good for the kids to make sure they have a structured routine to their day, their school is a whole day from early in the morning to late afternoon, their whole day is in school. And then their days in school, whether it be preschool or actual kindergarten for the kids now, the boys now, and hopefully the girl in the future, that day is structured and they have this time, they have math time, they have gym time, they have snack time, they have lunch time. So too in our own homes, we need to have those routines, those structures. Very important to have it. And when it becomes second nature, then we know it's part of the day. And of course, after the, the, the dinner prep time from four to five, then... Um, after all the kids are home, then five o'clock, I really try to make it that it's it's dinner time and we sit at the table. We talked about how important it is to sit at the table, take away the phones, no distractions, talk to the kids about their day. Even if they're little, they still know what's flying. They still know what's up. They can still tell you, oh, letter lady came today. Oh, this is what I did in math today. Here are my projects. And my son loves to show us his projects when he comes home from kindergarten. The other son likes to tell us about his day when they come home. I love when they run home, they wash their hands and they get ready for dinner. And we sit down as a family, my son on one side and my wife and my other son on the other side and the girly in the high chair next to me. It's such a wonderful feeling for us to sit down and eat. So that five o'clock hour becomes the eating time and, and five to 5.30, depending on the day, if it's bath night or we just switch into pajamas. And then we get to that 6 o'clock time. The 6 to 6.30 zone is when we're winding down for the day. Of course, they're very little. I know as they get older, the, the bedtime's going to stretch a little bit, but still that bedtime zone. And then when, once we get them ready for bed and we brush their teeth and they use the bathroom and they're ready to, to be in the bed, I like to go to each kid and sit in their bed a little bit, whether we show them a toy coming up for Hanukkah or whether we show them a different food I found to, to make sure for their allergies. But that's a good way to... To, to get them to zone down from that 6.30. We try to aim for that 6.30 for them to be in bed. And the girlie goes in first, you know, usually. And she's partying, making noise throughout the whole time till she finally falls asleep. But usually the kids, especially kids that are 5, 3, even 6, 7, they're very, very tired after a whole day of school. They need that amount of sleep. They really need the 10 hours or so to sleep. Even if you push it to 7, you know, they really need that amount of sleep. And it's good for them. So they might wake up early a little bit, but... Our kids love to play, and, and over the months, they've done a lot of destructive things. But, you know, really, they're very good kids, and they really do play nicely, and then they get ready for the day. In the morning, they're always so excited to go to school. So it's sad when they when there's a vacation, whether it's Thanksgiving or, or when they have a, a break from winter break or spring break, but they like it to be. So after we get the kids in, we get the kids down, then that's like the zone for my wife and I to have our hangout, our date night we call, where we watch a drama. I call chopped a drama, but it's not really a drama. We watch a cooking show. We watch a comedy show. And then at that point, you know, we watch a little bit and, and my wife falls asleep. I take care of other stuff, laundry or my own shows, whatever I'm involved in. And then we finally go up whatever time it's going to be. Hopefully a good time. Hopefully nobody has insomnia and stays up in the wee hours of the day with, uh, with making your day's tiredness. But that's a regular work day. We've talked about this before. We've talked about how we break down the week. We've talked about how we send in 
the, the, the grocery list on Monday night or so and it comes on Wednesday it actually just came and I put everything away I like to put it away right away I have it down pat a science what we really need and even for Thanksgiving we tailor it a little bit for the Shabbos for the Sabbath we tailor it a little bit and then Sunday I've talked about before the routine the habit is that it's really a major chore day a major day to get things done even though I try to do laundry on like Sunday Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday nights depending on the time of year I like to do it every other day but really, the Sunday is the day when we do really the towels and the sheets we've talked about before. And my kids love to help me. Now they started to help me put this stuff into the, the wet machine, into the washer, and then they put it into the dryer. They love to move it. It's really cute to see them help. And then they help me bring up stuff from the pantry down here, the, those units, those shelving units we love in the basement. They help me bring up stuff. And then they help me make the pancakes we've done already a few Sundays, which is a wonderful thing. They love to help. They love to be involved. And then they eat the pancakes. And then we go about our day whatever we do. But in general, when you make things habit, habitual, when you make things routine, kids know we eat at five and they know on Shabbos they have a Sabbath party, a Shabbos party, three o'clock, they look for the three on the left side. They could tell time in a way. They know what to look out for. They know that we try to eat. You know, Friday and, and Thursday and Friday are big times preparing for the Shabbos. We make a chillin', which is like a different stew with beef, with beef and the quinoa and, um, and potatoes and onions. It's really delicious and spices, ketchup, mustard, that simmers over the whole Shabbos, and then they know that we, we, we pray in the morning. They know we eat when the clock says 11, or depending if we want to do it later, we try to put the baby in every day around 10, 30, 11, so she gets a nice nap. Not that she falls asleep right away, but that's also a habit, a routine. And we want to eat at that time. They look for 11 on the Sabbath to eat. They look for the three on the left of the clock to know it's Sabbath party. When we give them some fruit, or we give them a rice cake, or we give them different things, whether it be a tofuti uh, um, ice cream bar, whatever. We give them different things they know, and then they know, look for the five. Five means dinner. Sometimes we do a little earlier now that the winter months are crazy, but different habits, different routines to be involved. That's how we go about our week. That's how we go about our weekend. That's how we go about different things to get them involved. They know to look at the clock. Oh, man, what? It's seven. Oh, man, it's eight. Oh, it's 12. It's three, whatever, but they could be involved for the sake and the love of habits and routines and scheduling, that's how it can be a way to break down the day. I've talked about it many times. Always good to reiterate. Always good to repeat because I love routines, especially from an OT perspective. We love routine in OTville. That's how we can break down our day. That's how we can be more functional, more independent. That's how we could be more occupational, thinking how to break down our days, thinking how to break down the weeks, thinking how to break down the weekend. What can we do? How can we get things about? And even if we go out and about, we try to take trips with the kids sometimes. We have to know our limits. We have to know routinely, habitually, a trip can only last two hours, can only last three hours. They can't last so long. Whether we're driving or walking, they can't last so long. They're, they're only so old at this point, so they're gonna burn out after a certain time. Even when we went to Cape Cod or different places in the summer, we knew we have an excursion, we have a trip, yeah, it'll be maybe two, three hours. So what are we gonna do with the rest of the day? Different ways to go about your days to figure out how to do habits, routines, and roles, and scheduling. It's so important for the days, for the weeks, for the weekends to get through and to transition to different parts of our life, and that's great. Also, on a Saturday night in the winter, they know that it's a routine that when we, when we make Havdalah, which is the separating service from the Sabbath to the weekday, that, that Abba, Dad, I bring out the guitar, and then we play the song, and then we play a little bit, we do a little dancing, and then we, we play a few songs. I play a few songs for them to go to sleep, and that's some part of the year when it's bedtime, is it's dark enough at their bedtime that we could do that. And then 
they, we thought of songs together and it was hilarious. Just they know, oh man, we know Shabbos is over. We're going to do bedtime. Where's guitar in the winter? So let's bring things up. But anything you could do to make it routine, to make it habit. Again, a routine takes about 28, 30 days to break it into the cycle. Whether you want to eat better or you want to exercise better, it takes about 30 days of doing it straight. And if you want to break a bad habit, break a bad routine, Break a bad trade. It takes really three months, they say, the 90-day. Try every day to get there, whether it be overeating or oversleeping, anything you want. But these are different ways to try to go about your day for habits and routines and roles. Join us next time as we talk for the love of kindness, a very important trait that is very dear and near to me here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.